Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. There was, the opinion has been floated that the Patriots have to make a splash. They got to somehow impress upon their fans that they're serious about 2023 in a way that they hadn't been previously. And I think the best way to show you're serious about it is to win the games. But I think that there's a notion that exists between the draft and free agency that if the Patriots don't go out there walking in like Vince McMahon on that gif, then they're not really in the market. They've already done it. They signed the guy that they need to do in his name, ladies and gentlemen, is Bill O'Brien. That's the move they needed to make. Otherwise, just slow play it. Get yourself a safety and free agency, a mid-tier guy. And uh, just call it a day. I'm kidding. Tom Curran on the Patriots Talk podcast. He disagrees with Phil Perry. Phil said earlier in that podcast, and we played the clip for you a couple of different times here today on Jones and Mego with Arkan. Phil said Robert Kraft's got some real urgency. Wants to be good this year. Wants to be relevant this year. And Curran says, well, yeah. That'll be proven out by wins and losses in September and October, the rest of the season. Right now, they've done what they need to do with Bill O'Brien. That doesn't sound like urgency to me. And I'm not telling you who's right and who's wrong. I'm just telling you whose plan I like better. I like the Phil Perry plan of going out and doing something instead of just, I mean, we already signed Bill O'Brien. What more do you want us to do? We brought him in. Everything's fixed. Let's bring back Jacoby Myers. Let's bring back Jonathan Jones. Run this thing back and do it the right way like we should have done it last year. Which I just I just personally don't think is enough. And I think you're going out on an optimistic limb by saying that they're going to re-sign Jacoby right. Myers. You think they might not even because get Myers. you're in tampering period right now. And Jacoby is seemingly, I mean, you would assume, is going out and shopping around other teams. And the more he does that, I think probably the higher the price is going to go and he's going to bring it back to the Patriots and say, Hey, this is what other people value me. And they're going to say, well, go get that bag kid. You're not getting it here at 15 million. Yeah. So that's uh that's ultimately my fear with them. And they feel burned by free agency a couple of years ago or whatever. And the lesson from free agency shouldn't be don't spend like they did a couple of years ago. The lesson should be spend it on the right guys. And I'm worried they're they're not going to do that. And the lesson is we overspent. Everybody else is normally stupid. We we had a lapse in judgment in the aftermath of Brady, and we went out and spent, and that's not the way to do it. That's not the way we typically do it. So, Jonu Smith, you're a sign of our past. We panicked. We signed him. We're moving on. We're departing from that, and we're going to try to run it back with what we had and have better coaching. And that, to me, is just not enough. That's not enough. How do you guys feel about what the Patriots are doing at this hour, which is not a lot? 
617-779-7937. John Smith is out. Uh, we know Jonathan Jones is back. I think Jacoby Myers will be back, but that's just a thought. Meanwhile, we still don't have an update on Aaron Rodgers, do we? No, we don't, but there's a uh, piece off the board right now. The Bucks just re-signed Jamel Dean. Oh, uh, I know was part years. of the part of the Arcan quick fix plan. He was part when. of my quick fix plan. Oh, I'm uh, I, it's oh, not no. a lot of money. Four years, fifty two million with twenty six guaranteed. That's not a lot. It's less than what Bates got. Uh, so there you go. Um, uh, one of the uh, top cornerback off the market, Jamel Dean, back with Tampa. Um, I don't know enough about Dean, but like I wish they went big at corner if they're going to do it. Then just bring back Jonathan Jones on the deal they brought him back on. But I think the money Jonathan Jones got tells you maybe there's a position switch. And we talked about this on Friday. He could be moving to safety to replace Devin McCourty. And perhaps that's why they didn't go for Jesse Bates. Yeah, maybe. They have another safety built in. Sounds like they like him. And maybe he's a pivot in case they couldn't get the uh, the home run signing. Jesse Bates signed with the Falcons last hour. Still no updates on, on Aaron Rodgers, which means Trey Wingo's still on an island. Has Wingo tweeted anything else? I haven't seen anything from Wingo. I mean, I'm feeling worse about it, but I'm... I, I, <laughs> okay, so what percentage are you 99.9999999998. I've ticked it down a little bit. I still, it doesn't make sense for him to go anywhere else. So I'm, I'm, still, at, I'm at 55%. I'm still going with that. Arcan's below 50. <laughs> That's how much I'm riding with Wingo. So Arcan still thinks he's going to be a Packer. You think he's retiring then? Maybe. Okay. I don't think he's going to be a Packer. Uh, let's we go. should put something on this, by the way. On Rodgers to the Jets? What do you want to put on it? Rodgers to the Jets is what you have. Yep. Uh, I'll take Rodgers to retirement. Arkan has Packers. I should get longer odds. That's stealing. Yeah. Well, no, what do you mean? If that's what you think is going to happen, no. I'm just saying, if we're going to a, if no. we're in a sports if book you think, and no. I was putting money on him not no. going to the Packers, no. I would get better odds I, than you would. Fine. That's not what we're asking. I asked you what you think is going to happen. Yeah, I'm saying that's what I think is going to happen. You, okay, fine. Well, then why you I'm betting on it, but I should get better odds. No, you don't get better yes, odds. Yes, I should, you, though. No, but you don't. If you think that's well, actually... you don't understand how a sports book well, works. I'm not asking you what to, to get the best profit or what you think is the smartest bet. The I'm asking Jones sports book. I'm asking you what you think happens, not what you think is the smartest bet. I just told you what I think happens, but I also think about extra odds for because that's how it works it's not how it works yes it okay, is this is how it's going to work do we think that this is going to be this isn't settled? a sports book do you think it's going to be settled by thursday obviously not i think it's going to be settled by tonight okay so arcan do you think it's going to be settled by thursday no i think it's going to drag out <sighs> beyond thursday how yeah. am i going to make you drink something gross at the banners event on thursday oh, as a punishment if you think it's not I going can't imagine. to be resolved. I can't imagine they have anything gross, but I see uh, I well, see where you're going with this. this yes. We're gonna do this. There's some places around We're gonna do this elementary too. school cafeteria style where we combine a lot of gross stuff. But together. that's pu- so we're punishing the two losers on this? Yes. The losers get punished. All right, the losers I'm in. get punished. The losers get punished. Something gross. So Winner gets to decide. Great. It can't Done. Okay. Air shake Arcan? Air shake. Real All shake, right. Mego? Mm-hmm. Real but shake. this is where the odds come you t- in. See, did you guys air shake? No, no, no. This is where my no should be able to do something no, worse to no, you guys. No, 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 no. no. That's if not how this shakes If you think it's going to happen, right. I know I think You've it's going to happen. You've already agreed. You've done an air shake. You can't flip-flop on this. Okay. Yeah. We didn't even say what the actual thing is. I just said. We're going to drink something We're going to decide something gross. I'm saying Arcan, I should why are, because my pick has longer he, odds. Why is he so afraid of what he thinks is going to happen? I'm not afraid I'm of not it at afraid. all. I'm not afraid. I want to be able to punish I'm you harder afraid. is what I want to do. You want to tar oh, and feather them while they're yes. chugging pickle juice? Yes. HR. Please, Arkan said he wants to punish I wanna, me harder. I want to spank your little pig bottoms is what I want to do. That's I what mean, I want to do. The, the, your words, not mine, but yes. 617-779. So uncomfortable. 793-7. Now let's go to the phone. Let's go to, uh, this is this is Rober in Agawam. Go ahead. Robert? 
Oh, Robert. That would yeah. make sense. I'm sorry, Robert. I just, I, I Robert. Robert. There's no T. My mistake. Bonsoir, Go ahead. Robert. Go ahead. I'm just an idiot. Go it's ahead. Good. Go ahead, Robert. Hey, uh, what I want to say is I'd really like to see the Patriots draft um, an offensive lineman and to give Mac Jones, like, time or trade for somebody. Okay, so, Mego, you're big on the offensive line plan. Uh, Ryan, you're pumping your Bring fist back me there. Paris Johnson Jr. Okay, but that's the draft, so fine. Bring me, I don't care. Draft. Okay, but, but, that's, but that's in, you know, two months. What do you want him to do in the meantime? You want an offensive lineman. You wanted McGlinchey. He's not right out tackle. there. He's gone. So Orlando Brown is available. Was Orlando Brown your plan too, Arkand? Yep, I had he was. Mine. Okay, so you guys all want the offensive lineman more than me. I want him to double down on receiver is what I want them to do. Like, get Hopkins, for instance and draft one. That's what I would prefer they do. But you guys both like the offensive line fix. I get a little anxious because I've also heard some uh, insiders talk about, hey, don't worry so much about the offensive line. Now with Adrian Clem in there as coach and Bill O'Brien overseeing the whole thing as an adult, it's gonna everybody's going to get straightened out on the offensive line. Don't worry about it so much. And I feel like that's just kind of the answer that we're getting for any request yeah, for an actual it. talent upgrade. I don't love it. Again, is, the oh, thing- don't worry, there's a new coach here. Oh, don't worry, there's a new coach there. This is all going to be ironed out. And it's like, okay, well... Are you going to go into the draft and get another offensive lineman who can't put on the weight and in by the way, season? Let's say they're right. It still makes last year look terrible. Like, it's like, so why did you think you could get by? Like, even if they are right, and I don't think they are. Let's just bring in better coaches and everything. Same roster, roughly. Bring in better coaches yeah, will be roster fine. roster with one Pro Bowl. Or right. Like, I, I don't think that's enough, but let's say they are right. It's still going to put last year under a microscope of just a waste of everybody's time. And not that we haven't talked about that, and we already know the answer, but it'll look even worse if that's all that was off with last year's team. That's why Mack and the whole team was off is because he didn't give him a coach. It'll look that much worse. I think it's more than that, but we're going to find out. Jay's in North Carolina. Go ahead, Jay. Oh, hey, guys, you, can I shift gears on you for the Bruins? Sure. We haven't. We actually haven't yeah, talked down about down here in North Carol. Down here in North Carolina, I'm watching the Hurricanes. Okay, it's like watching five Patrice Bergerons on one team. There, they they, they forecheck, they backcheck. So I on defense. I have read defense. this, and Sounds I've seen canceled. this surmise, Jay. I've seen this surmise that the Hurricanes actually are the matchup nightmare for the Bruins because of how they play. I actually have seen that. We only have one Patrice Bergeron. That's true. <laughs> uh, what's more annoying than one Patrice five? Bergeron is would five of them. Ra- would you rather have one giant Patrice Bergeron or five <laughs> miniature Patrice Bergerons? Ooh, I think I'd take five. Give me the five mini I ones. I want the big giant I, I, Patrice. I think, you know what, you can, you can have a diminutive score in the NHL. I'd rather have uh, I'd rather have the mini ones. A bus <laughs> being driven by Patrice Bergeron. <laughs> so, uh, I have seen this surmised that uh, the Carolina Hurricanes are a rough matchup. Maybe they are. They knocked the Bruins out of the playoffs last year. They didn't do enough at the deadline for my taste, but they are the number two team in the East right now, I believe. Uh, and they're on top of the, the Metropolitan, and they're only 11 points, 11 points back. They're a ways back from the Bruins. They've so, split so far this year. All I would say about the Bruins, just real quick, is I thought it was a bad weekend for them and a bad stretch that they're in. Mm. Like, you fell behind Detroit 2-0 both days. You battled back and won on Saturday. You battled back and almost tied it up but lost on Sunday. Yesterday to me, and I'm normally not in this camp. Like, normally I'm like, Pasternak brings so much more to the table than he takes away. What Pasternak brings for you offensively, the gifts that he has, any, you know, any inability or or shortcoming that he has where he's not hard enough on the puck or he turns it over or whatever, I'm willing to overlook that in most cases. Yesterday that was a problem. You know, he had the one bad giveaway that led to Carolina's shorthanded goal to make it 2 nothing. 
He didn't keep the puck in the, I don't know how much you want to call it, a turnover yesterday. He didn't keep the puck in the zone at the end when they're going for the equalizer. And Carolina's, Carolina winds up getting the empty netter going the other way. He had a beautiful feed on one of the goals yesterday. He had his own goal uh, where he scored. So, you know, he's still giving you a goal. He's still giving you assists. He's still contributing. But yesterday, to me, was a real, you see both sides of the coin. Pasternak giveth, Pasternak taketh, uh, Pasternak taketh away. And that, to me, that gets amplified. That style of play gets amplified in a seven-game series. 82 games, I'll take it all day. It's more good than bad. But if he has an off night in a seven-game series, that could be the difference between winning and, and, and getting knocked out. Yeah. I mean, they came out flat both times. They came out in a hole. And so, I, I don't know. I feel like it's a question of whether you think that they're taking the foot off the gas pedal a little bit this time of year because they're looking towards the playoffs and they... They, you believe what they say about not caring about all these different records and maybe in, even individually. I think Pasta cares about that record. If we're going to talk about oh, yeah. individual athletes, I think they, Raycroft told us last. We're going to talk to Raycroft tomorrow. Last week, he told us he cares about the division championship over, banner yeah. from twenty years ago. But maybe overall, the oh. team is looking and <laughs> taking the foot off the gas pedal a little bit. Maybe at this point in the season, maybe Lindholm didn't play yesterday, so they are starting to rest guys a little bit. So maybe. By the way, Sam Darnold just signed the Niners. It was signed or trade. Did I have that wrong? Uh, one year deal signed with the Niners. So the uh, the quarterback dominoes continue to fall. Just not the big ones. We're still waiting on Rogers. Arcan has all the latest here in your trending. We'll get back to your phone calls six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven, and we can circle back to some Celtics items as well. Uh, assuming nothing else is going on in free agency, Maybe? I want to be able to punish you harder. Afraid. Is what I want to do. Want to I want to. I want to spank your little pig bottoms. Is what I want to do. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. All right, here's what's trending brought to you by the 99 Restaurants. Trey Wingo, two hours ago, set the internet ablaze by saying that he hears that Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is done. I'm sure Wingo's right. No one has corroborated this, including the team, Aaron Rodgers, any other beat reporter. In fact, Ian Ian Rappaport came out and said that nothing has happened between Rodgers and the Jets. We'll certainly keep you posted if anything does. Here's something that definitely did happen with quarterbacks today, and that's Jimmy Garoppolo. Signing a deal with the Raiders, three years, $67.5 million, including $34 million guaranteed, reuniting him with Josh McDaniels. Some news just broke, according to Adam Schefter, Sam Darnold, signing with the 49ers. Former Jets quarterback Mike White assigned a two-year deal with the Dolphins, and Jared Stidham signed a two-year deal with the Broncos. Chargers running back Austin Eckler reportedly has requested a trade out of L.A. after talks of a contract extension reportedly fizzled out. Bruins fell to the Red Wings yesterday, 5-3 your final score. They'll try and write the ship tomorrow night in Chicago. Celtics tipping off in Houston with the Rockets tonight at 8 o'clock. Celtics looking for their third straight win, and they'll be doing so without one of their top assistant coaches. Damon Stoudemire informed the team that he's finalizing a deal to become the next head coach of Georgia Tech. The Red Sox smoked by the Blue Jays this afternoon, 16-3. Revolution blanked 4-0 by LAFC last night, and the Free Jacks won their home opener in Quincy Saturday, 34-31. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day at the 99 restaurants on March 16th and 17th. Enjoy the traditional corned beef and cabbage dinner or try an Irish boss burger with a Lucky Horseshoe Ale. The 99, always the real deal. I'm Christian Arcand. That's what's trending. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search. It's so dumb. Then download. My brain is melting. This is Jones and Mego on WEEI. Trey Young draws the contact. Uh-oh, look at Mark. Look at Marcus Smart. Trey Young. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is, this is a problem This is right a big here. problem. Nobody got between them that quick. So I think Smart got hit in the jewels, right? 
He was upset by it. And I don't know if he thought Trey Young get it. Obviously, he thought Trey Young get it on purpose. We could find out when we watch. What's the right? It's the right foot of Trey Young. He kind of kicks out. That's not. A, that's not legit. That's not an elbow hit back or anything like that. I understand why Smartfoot said, but I don't think Trey Young's doing this on purpose. We have a technical foul on Trey Young. We have a technical foul ejection on Marcus Smart. No, I didn't get an explanation on why I got a tech, but uh, yeah, no. Nah. Nothing much to say. That was Trey Young on Saturday after his scuffle. What, what do we even call that with Marcus Smart? I want to call it like. A, a fracas. A dust-up. A dust-up is a good word for it. Because it wasn't a fracas. wasn't a brawl. It was, a it was an NBA dust-up scuffle is all it was. Uh -oh. I, I'm assuming we would have heard by now if he was going to be disciplined by the league. You said yes. this like an hour ago, Mego, longer than that. You never know. No, it's true, it but the closer we get like to tip off in Houston. there's not. It doesn't feel like there's going to be a suspension. Well, right. They're not going to announce five seconds before tip-off, Marcus Smart has been suspended. They've had almost two full days to look at the video. And I don't think there should be. So the only reason I would say maybe, and it's Jones and Mego with Arkan, we're here till six on a Monday. Free agency has slowed down considerably since Trey Wingo said yeah. it was Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Look, we had this steady flow of content coming through Twitter. It was, it was a heavy flow. It was nice. <laughs> the heavy, heavy flow. It and was. Then, uh, it was. <laughs> and then... Your guy, Trey Wingo, jumps out there and he says stopped, that... He stopped the heavy flow. He's hearing... He plugged it up. <laughs> hearing that... That Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is done, and now it's been nothing. Wingo's, now we got nothing. Now we got, like, random... Wingo you know, does... feeling not so fresh. Wingo does sound like a... Like a knockoff brand, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> like something you buy at the drugstore. Jones, did you stop by the drugstore? Yeah, I picked up some Wingos. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I was Are they not Wingos. I was I was embarrassed. I was I was embarrassed when I brought him up to the cash register. But anyway, yeah, he really did. He pulled an air brake on all of the all of the news today. He really did. It's a shame. Thanks a lot, Wingo. Thanks a lot, Wingo. Uh, so anyway, uh, while while the news has uh, leveled off a little bit, and we'll still uh, get to your thoughts, 617-779-7937, and uh, react if anything happens with the Patriots, still kind of twiddling their thumbs, waiting for them to do anything else. The reason I don't think it was out of the question that Smart could get suspended is just it's far from his first incident. So, you know, he's not, he's not like Brad Marchand level of the Bruins, but he does have a history of getting fined. I don't think he's been suspended a ton in his career. I'll actually double check, but he's been suspended before. Like it just, it wasn't his first incident. So that's the only reason why I thought maybe it was in play with Marcus Smart the other night, but largely, no, I think he's going to play. And I think he overreacted like he normally does, but I don't really think there was much of anything there. Like Trey Young didn't kick him on purpose. Look, Trey Young kicked him, but not on purpose. As somebody who's got a very similar shooting form to Trey Young where I tend to kick back my leg. And if you're in the way, that's on you. You know, you're the one at fault, yep. not me. That's how I shoot. Yep. Get your, you're jewels, in the way, get okay? your jewels out of my way. Yeah. But it looked like Marcus Smart kind of <laughs> overreacted in the moment. Yeah. Got really fiery. Probably doesn't like Trey Young because I don't think Trey Young is like highly liked by I'm, a lot of NBA players. I'm with you. Was looking for any excuse to get into Trey Young's face at the end of the game. And he's in his face. Collins comes up behind, behind him, maybe gave a little contact. And Marcus Smart did what Marcus Smart does, which is 
fall to the ground, and incidentally, it appeared from the camera angles I saw, took Trey Young down with them. And I don't think that any of that is a reason for a suspension. I don't think anyone was particularly malicious out of exchanging probably some ugly language, Yep, I would guess, some some PG-13 to rated R language, but that's not reason for suspension. No, and I'm looking now. He's been fined already this year one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. Most of them are just for technical fouls. Uh, he did have one fine for verbal and non-physical offense against an official, which was back on uh, on January 5th in the Oklahoma City game. I'm not sure I remember it. Is that just when he got ejected in that game? Yes. Um, he's only been suspended twice in his career. Once in 2021 for directing threatening language at an official again in an Oklahoma City game. That's ironic. And he was suspended one game back in 2015 for hitting Matt Bonner in the groin during a game. <laughs> So I'm just, I'm just reading right off here on his uh, fine and suspension list. That's how it's written in the groin, Matt Bonner. Um, so he's only been suspended twice. So it's not it's not as bad as I've made it out to be. But that's one reason why I said maybe, just maybe, that would be in play for Marcus Smart. Another question I have, just as an aside, because sure. I was just checking Celtics PR to make sure there wasn't anything that came out about it. Um, Rob Williams is out again against Houston. He's yep. on the road trip. We correct? think. I mean, we were told he was going to go on the trip. I don't know when that I've actually seen back? him. Well, supposedly at some point on this trip. It's just, I'm, I'm looking back. It's been since, what, March 3rd? Uh, he left in the Nets game, whatever day that Nets game was. Okay, That's so the it's game been that he 10 left. days. Isn't this the upper level of the um, period that they had given us? Yeah. So what are you Seven saying? Seven to 10 days. So what are you saying? You doubling Why is down he on still out? Are you doubling it's down on the Manix like thing? He might be out for two weeks. Okay, or so do you think three weeks? So do you think they gave us a bad timetable, yes. or do you okay? The, you the, don't the Robert Williams. You don't think there's tables, anything the Manix saying he's soft because we played that clip. Be. We clip. We played that clip a bunch last week. It just seems that the Robert Williams timetables are are never a very accurate uh, representation of when he's actually going to be out, and it feels like it's going to be at least two weeks, if not longer. It's all right with me, honestly, at this point. There's not a lot of time left in the season, and if he's not right, I'd rather they get him right before the playoffs start. It's oh, a, but what about the starting five only playing 68 minutes together? I could care less, honestly. I don't, I, oh, I've never bought into that. I think that's just a weak thing that Celtics fans like to say is an excuse for when they don't do well. And listen, that may be partially right. Maybe this is the team that needs to be all together. Then have them all together and ready to go in the playoffs. Yeah, I, um, I just don't think he's going to be healthy. Like, I think now they're just trying to maximize what they can get out of him. I don't think he's going to be healthy. And my fear now, and I've said this a bunch in the last week or so, my fear now is they they ruined his career last year on the way to the finals. That's my fear. I'm not saying I know it or that's what it is. Just my fear is they pushed him last year. He pushed through it to his credit to try to win a title. And now you're just never going to get him right. He wasn't exactly a model of health before that. I was going to say. So I'm not banking on much out of him this postseason run. It doesn't mean they won't have him at all, but you could have him for two games and then he's out for the rest of a series. Like that's that's kind of how it goes with him. That's kind of what I'm bracing for. It's a long way of saying if you're hitching your wagons to Rob Williams and you think he's going to be the X factor or a difference maker on a championship caliber team, he probably won't be. And actually now that we say that, Ryan, I was going to throw to some of these Tatum clips, but do you have a Missoula comparing this year's team to last year's team? This um <laughs> This struck me as interesting. Oh, yeah, I do. So excited. I got it. Oh, yeah. So now that we're talking about Rob Williams, maybe maybe listen to it through that perspective. Here's Joe Mazzulla when asked to compare this year's team to last year's team. I don't see too many similarities to last season, and I try not to make those connections um, outside of the fact that 
we're a different basketball team um, in a different situation with different personnel um, trying to accomplish the same goal. Uh, so I just feel like regardless of what happens, we just have to fight to play our best basketball. Um, we have to know what that is, and we've got to do it more times than not. That, to me, is like the most important thing. It's, we're not going to be perfect, um, but we have an identity of what we know to do when we win, and we have to stick to that. Is that a direct shot at Scal? You think it's at Scal? Wasn't it Scal a couple nights ago who sat there and said, I don't know what their identity yes, is? Yes, that was Scal. You're right. They need a winning identity? Maybe that is, maybe it is a shot at Joe Scal. Joe Mazzula is sitting there going, But well, we have an identity of what we know to do when we win, and we have to stick to that. Just, I'm just putting it out there. The, the other part of this that jumps out to me is that he... D- so you don't, wait, but hang on. But So yeah. you don't think he liked that line of... Because it wasn't just Scowl. It might just be... Well, who what, would? All the, talk, all the talk shows picked up on it, right? Or at least we did. I don't know about every talk show. But we, we picked up on it. What coach would? What coach would like hearing uh, last year this, this well, I, team had a really strong I, identity and this year they don't? I wish, what is our championship identity? I wish he was a little more focused on, you know, getting things right than worrying about what we're saying, but he's rabbit-eared. Like, he doesn't like people saying he chews gum weirdly, which he did, and he dropped his gum habit altogether. So, like, he's rabbit-eared and thin-skinned and sensitive. So, yeah, maybe he heard it, and maybe that is punching back. I just look at it and say, no, they're not like last year. They should be better. This team should be better. So, like, don't be like, oh, well, that team was in the finals last year, and this is a different team. I mean, that's the right thing, I, I guess, to say to your players to keep them hungry, and maybe that's all he's doing. Maybe that's just a message to his players. But to me, it's like, rationally, you should be better. You have the same team back, and you added Malcolm Brogdon. So you, you should be better. And if you're not, then that's, that's on you. Because what's the one big change from last year? You, Joe Missoula, who, by the way, lost an assistant coach today, right? Yes. yes. David Stoudemire we haven't, going we haven't even to Georgia ta- Tech. We haven't even talked about that unless you've had it there in, uh, in Trending Arcan. I have. We haven't even talked about that. So what do you know? A month after they lose Joe Missoula... I'm sorry, they lose the interim tag with Joe Missoula. They lose Damon Stoudemire. Interesting. But the only real difference is him. So I get him saying, oh, yeah, well, it's not all the same. No, it's not all the same. You're the big difference. Unless you feel like Malcolm Brogdon and Blake Griffin are uh, subtraction by addition, which I don't think anyone would say because Malcolm Brogdon has done excellently in the sixth man role. And Mm -hmm. everybody is praising Blake Griffin as of late, including Joe Missoula, about what he's able to consistently bring out in terms of professionalism as a veteran on the court. I do want to say this. This just came out from uh, NBA Communications. Boston Celtics guard Marcus Smart has been fined $25,000. So another fine. For initiating an on-court altercation. Pulling Atlanta Hawks guard Trey Young to the floor. So he did initiate it, and he did pull Trey Young to the floor. We all think he might have flopped. That might have been what was going on. I think it was an incidental pull down with a flop. Okay. Okay. But he's got 25K that he's got to pay now. So he's been fined now for what? Like the t- I just backed out of it, but like the 10th or 11th time this year. And you get you get a fine every time you get a technical. So this is a little bit more than that. 25K, you said? Mm-hmm. So this is more than like the three or four you get per technical. Uh, 617-779-7937. I did find it interesting that Missoula said that. You just brought up, brought up Blake Griffin? Give me another Missoula, Ryan. And not to keep putting okay. you on the spot here. Okay. <laughs> did you... Did you notice how similar Missoula was at the beginning of that clip to Ryan back yes. there? By the way, he's like, oh, I guess uh, I got to. Here we go. I guess I, I got to compare a good it. chunk of my Saturday mornings on this station yelling at Joe Missoula. Maybe there's like a symbiotic thing going on. So let me uh, let me hear though the Blake Griffin thing that he brought up because again, Grant Williams did not play on Saturday night. I actually was watching uh, with a buddy of mine, and you know I wasn't watching as closely as maybe I normally was, having a few beers, wasn't following as closely, and all of a sudden he goes, you know, Grant hasn't been in the game yet. I go. 
yeah, he hasn't been in. And that's like the second quarter. I'm like, weird. He doesn't play at all in that game. Doesn't play a second. Now, maybe that's because they're going back to the injury excuse and we can get to this, Mego. I guess uh, I guess Jared Weiss got Grant Williams to talk on the record a little bit about what he's dealing with health-wise. I just think he's buried. I think he's buried and in the doghouse. And, like, who envisioned Blake Griffin as a big piece on this team? Nobody. No one. And now Blake Griffin is apparently a big piece on the team. His emotional, mental, physical toughness. So, like, his ability to keep plays alive, his ability to make the toughness plays, whether it's charge, deflections, loose balls, offensive rebounds, screening. Um, and there are certain people, and he's one of them, that when he's on the floor, everybody else is better. And because of his experience and his toughness and the way he plays, he does that. Okay. That's, again, a shot at Grant Williams, right? There's no other way to take that. There are certain players who do it. And when they're on the floor, everybody's better. Left unsaid is there are also guys who make everybody worse when they're out there. And what, Grant Williams is one of those? Like, I don't know how else to take that. I don't know how else to take that. That's a shot at Grant. I mean, you are playing a little bit of the game of the mother-in-law, you know? How so? Of like, oh, I gave you two shirts for your birthday. And then it's like, oh, you're wearing one of the shirts I gave you. What's wrong with the other shirt? You didn't like that one? I don't think that's what it is. I think you're playing a little bit of that, he, but you don't think he, that's you don't think that's a little over the top in his praise of Blake Griffin. Uh, Blake Griffin is highly liked on this team, so that that's a little bit of a separate thing. Do you think that's why? Grant I Williams, don't, I Grant don't understand. Is, what I don't understand is why, unless Grant Williams has a serious injury that is really affecting his play, he doesn't. Why Grant Williams is eating his minutes as you come down to the wire in the season and try to figure out rotations? I mean, it's one thing to throw him out there against the Blazers. And then wait until you're up 22 points in the fourth quarter. Just garbage time, And yeah. you're punishing Grant maybe for the stupid thing that he mouthed off at Donovan Mitchell the game before. But now it's like becoming a pattern. And so uh, Grant Williams talked to Jared Weiss from The Athletic and said that he has this issue, a ligament injury in his right elbow that he's been dealing with since... Since uh, he heard it against Philadelphia in early February, he said, it's a weird injury, but you play through it because that's what you do for the team. It don't matter if your numbers go down, if your minutes go down because of it, you just do whatever it takes to help the team win. In the beginning, it was confidence because when you deal with something that affects your shooting, you're hesitant to shoot. But even then, sometimes when you're identified as a shooter without believing you are a shooter your whole life, blah, 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 he gets into basically now saying that this is the reason that his shot has been off and maybe that's going into why his minutes are getting but he's decreased. Not, but he's but not Blake like, Griffin is not a presence on the offensive side of the court at all. Well, and he's not saying I'm I'm hurt. He's just saying this is bothering me and it's affecting me, but I'm not hurt. I could play through it. I well, played through it. Well, he's hurt to the point that he's been receiving cortisone treatments. Well, sure, but I think that's pretty... I think that's pretty normal for so a player over the course injured. of the year. He's hurt. He's yeah, not on fine. the injury report. Fine. And I do think there's a big difference. You're hurt. So you're like most most guys, I'd imagine, 60-something games into the year. You got something that you're dealing with. Something's barking at you. Maybe a little more than anybody else. But a cortisone shot, I don't know, is, is again, a lot different than you're injured and you can't play through it. It's a long way of saying, I don't think he was out the other night against Atlanta. Or he was buried in the rotation against Portland or sat against Cleveland a couple of games ago or, you know, last week or whatever it was because he's hurt. I, I think, again, Grant Williams is just your seventh or eighth guy, but I do think it's symptomatic of something off with the team. Why the hell is Blake Griffin playing over him? Matchups. That's not a, it's not matchups. It's not a good sign. Matchups. Like, that is not a good sign for this team. They should be playing their best guys. They, they wanted to give him in the offseason $50 million. He turned it down. 
Now you're playing Blake Griffin over him because of why? Matchups. No, like I don't, I don't buy that. Something is off with the team. This is what we've been talking about. And they beat Atlanta, but they tried their best to pee it away again at right. the end of that game. Like Marcus Smart is tackling Trey Young and making it a game. And they still are having trouble finishing against bad teams. They did it against Portland, I guess, in their defense. But Atlanta, it took them a while to put that team away. And it shouldn't take them that long. What would it take for you, getting out of this road trip, to feel like you regain your confidence in them, given that most of the teams that they're going to be playing are four, not four or five wins. Teams. Four or five wins, I would feel good about the trip. 500 is not enough on the trip. Four or five wins, I'd, I'd feel good about it. Arkan? Um, I was saying five, but... Yeah, I'll stick with five. You know, that that's really what it should be for a team this good. Uh, I'll give them the Sacramento game. I think they should beat Sacramento, by the way. I don't think they should lose to them either. I'd really like to see them win all of them, but I'll settle for five. That's uh, that's Ryan's team back there. What is it again? The, <laughs> the Fox and the Fox. The Ox and the Fox. Yeah, there the it Fox. is. You I, can't wait to talk about it. them. Tam and Brown might as well just sit that game out. I just, they're going to get it. Scheduled loss. They, like, again, that trip that trip is not that hard. And I think Arkin was the first one to say this last week. He's like, yeah, it's six games, but none of the teams are that good. Yeah. What, they can't beat the Kings? They Houston's all 15 games, and I think I read that there's a good chance that Carl Anthony Towns is not going to be available when they in go the Minnesota in Minnesota. Yeah, so it's like, uh, they should they should do well on this trip, and so they should do, and actually doing it are two different things. When they actually do it, I'll say, okay, it looks like they've righted the ship a little bit, albeit against poor competition. If they do it, let's see if they do it. They struggle with Atlanta more than I thought they would. So, we haven't seen any Rodgers updates, right? We're still waiting on that? No! Nope. It better not happen at like six. We're, hold, we're holding out on you. I'm yeah. sure Wingo's right. It better not happen at like six oh one. Like I'll feel good for Scoops Keith. Maybe Keith will break it. I mean, Keith's been breaking stories left and right. I'll feel good for Scoops Keith, but I'm going to be a little annoyed for us if the Rogers news breaks like the second we leave here, which feels like where it's trending. I still don't love that. I don't love that Schefter hasn't come to the rescue of Wingo yet. Who is he talking to on the phone? Hanging him out to dry. I don't know. What I was the I finally info he was getting? I finally watched the video. He is just like. Wandering around, He's pacing back and forth. Oh, yeah. So annoyed. So annoyed. So annoyed. Almost as annoyed as we are sitting here waiting for him to break it. I don't see anything from Scoops Keefe either. Like, uh, don't. It's an update on the best fictional athlete round of 64. Uh, it is between Drago and Clubber Lang, an eight and a nine seed. Well, it's got to be Drago. Well, I was just going to say the same thing. Uh, uh, vote Lang over Drago. Drago is take. winning with two thirds of the vote so far. I mean, uh, spoiler alert, but. Drago killed Creed. I mean, that's that's just that's you tough to it's tough to handle. Crash Davis wasn't even in that in the dance, so I don't really want to hear about this from Keith. You don't uh, have Crash Davis in there. He was in the show. I think he had so, Al Bundy as a 16 seed. Oh, I was disgusted. So I imagine, I imagine that uh, the Rogers news is going to break shortly after six o'clock. You're going to want to give Rich a call 617-779-7937 for all the latest happenings here on the Patriots and free agency, or you know, not happenings as it's been since about the two o'clock. Hour. Uh, Rich comes your way at the top of the hour. We have Endgame next. Y'all want to play a f***ing game? Game over, man. Game over. You little punk. How you handle Endgame? It's about the Endgame. It sure is. It sure is, Joe Missoula. Endgame brought to you by Cars for Kids, the easy way to donate your car. Donate today and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Call 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS today. Or donate online at carsforkids.org. Remember, that's cars with a K. Last week, I remember Mego finishing strong, right? Am I right about that? Did I? Well, you definitely won the last one, for okay. sure. Did you we win have, the last two, maybe? I'll take that. Maybe. I, it could, it could, I'm not saying no. I know I know for a fact Mego won on Friday. Oh, because it was the weird question about um, we had a the painted 
uh, that was a tiebreaker question. Road. Oh yeah, maybe you did win two days in a row. I think That's you true. did. I think you did. And then I was doing math on dog poop that I uh, I did faulty dog math uh, or faulty dog poop math on. Yes. By the way, did you guys both look up and see I was right about the uh, about the car strips? Because that's true. Ten mm, feet. No, There's I no actually walked long. out. And There's no way it. that's true. It's hundred percent true. The strips on the road are ten feet long. They're ten feet long. That's not true. And the space between them is thirty feet long. So every time you go to the next one, you've gone forty feet. There's just no way that's true. Yes. But anyway, I, I'll, I'll go measure it myself. 100% true, yes. Wow. Go Walk out onto the highway should, tonight, Yeah, Jones, you should lay down with a, on the With road a tape measure. <laughs> to, uh, let us know how it goes. No way that's true. All right, let's get to our first question of today's endgame. It involves DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, in 2016, DeAndre Hopkins was fined $6,000 by the NFL for wearing cleats that were designed by this controversial figure. Uh, and I should also add... He wasn't fined because they were designed by this figure. He was designed because the colors were wrong. They were like an they were like an equipment violation. It was an violation. equipment violation. That's why. But they happened to be designed by this controversial figure. Uh, the old no fun league days. Yeah, I think that's still a thing you can't do. <laughs> I have a guess, but I don't think it's right. Yeah, I think mine is too early. Let me let me ask a question. They were controversial at the time, or they're controversial now? Uh. Have they always been controversial? Yeah, maybe that's the better way to ask. They've always been controversial? I think we're guessing the They're same. more controversial now. Okay, I think we know what it is. Well, I know this. my guess won't work. I'll stick with my guess, but okay. my guess won't work. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that was a tough question to answer. But, All right. Yeah. All right, looks like they're done writing. Uh, the question is, in 2016, DeAndre Hopkins was fined $6,000 by the NFL for wearing cleats that were designed by this controversial figure, uh, Jones. So my guess is Kaepernick, which is wrong. Colin Kaepernick is incorrect. Mego? You think he designed shoes? I thought there was a time where he was doing stuff for Nike, but my timeline doesn't work. I but go ahead. Kanye West? That Kanye makes, West that is makes, correct. That makes sense. That is correct, and he is certainly more controversial. Controversial now, maybe than he was in 2016. I don't know. I don't, the, the Nazi Hitler thing, maybe. No, I'm saying I don't. Th- yeah. I don't think he was controversial in 2016. That's why I asked. He, he was, sort of was. He was towing the line a little. Was bit. he? He was controversial let's, let's when he interrupted to, Taylor Swift. You know, that was a controversial. That's thing. a good point. Yeah. I guess that's. Uh, that's a good point. That, that was wasn't somewhat as bad as what when he did Snoop Dogg is sitting there going, I smoke weed. I don't know what the hell's wrong with this guy. <laughs> uh, very good. All right, Megan's off to a, a one nothing lead. Good job, Mego. Here we go. Question number two, in the movie Goodfellas. Oh, boy. What was Henry Hill's first on-screen criminal act? What is the first crime that we see Henry Hill commit uh, in Goodfellas? I mean, Mego just watched it. That's a significant advantage. But I figure you being a guy. I mean, I've seen, I've definitely seen Goodfellas. Just I didn't watch it on Saturday. It's okay. Or I'm sorry, yesterday? You watched it yesterday. No, Friday. I don't I'm see sorry, Mego Friday. writing anything either. I just no, she wrote, oh, she she definitely, okay, she definitely sorry, wrote I something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you got to guess something. Here. I will. I'm just I'm saying I, I don't know. I'm just prefacing it with I'm going to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. We see him commit a fair amount of crime. Yeah, movie. no, I could I could give you a list of crimes. I'm not sure I got the first one here. It's got to be pretty benign, right? Can't be very can't be very serious. I don't know why you're talking to me like I'm going to give you the answer. Well, you you're know, the the, but you know, I'm just trying to read you. I, don't, I know, the I know answer. one of the things he does, but I don't know that he's, that this is the thing. It's early in the movie. I have a guess. I can say that it is early in the movie. That's true. I would say it's a different actor. It's yeah, not it's, Ray Lakota. <laughs> Rest in power, Ray uh, Lakota. It's in his youth. Yes. Yeah, no, that I so remember. So it's the kid actor. Right. 
Okay. Um, more sad news. Ray Lee Cotta. <laughs> who is that? Yeah, who is that? That was Courtney. That, that was, was Courtney. Joke. Oh, I oh man, I didn't I, know Courtney um, said that. I, more sad news. Ray Lee Cotta. Oh, oh my oh, God. God. Maron. I knew you. I didn't know you were joking, but I didn't know. I didn't know the reference. You didn't know the reference. I did. Okay. Uh, Get up to speed. That's here. pretty good. All right. Looks like they're both done writing. I think Jones. Is Jones done writing? He's done I writing. I, it's my guess. Can't possibly figure it out. Lakota. Lakota. Oh boy. In the movie Goodfellas, starring Ray Lakota, uh, Henry Hill's first criminal act was this. Mego, why don't you uh, tell I me what you wrote? I said vandalism, um, smashing car windows, and pouring gasoline to light them on fire. Burning cars in a parking lot is correct. I wrote yes, breaking. Okay. A, I wrote breaking a window. Breaking a window is not. Inside. I mean, he does break the windows, but the whole thing uh, he burns the car. My recollection. He did technically break a window. I guess that's that. I thought count. He bro- yeah, we can give Jones. That I thought one, he I broke the the storefront window. Mm. It was just cars. I think yeah, you're he burned all the cars scene. in the parking Maybe lot. Maybe you're remembering your youth. Maybe well, that's almost. what I'm doing. You're right there. I- I'm pretty sure Ray Licata. I'm pretty sure I know what Ray Licata did in that. Film. It wasn't Ray Licata. Maybe you're thinking about Arcan when he was growing up in the North End. That's Could true. be. That's that's <laughs> Arcan. So Mego's already got the win. Um, yes, I believe Mego's already won this one, but let's do the yeah, third let's question. Let's do the last one. Uh, just for fun. Why not? All right. Aaron Rodgers, according to Trey Wingo, done deal going to New York, and only Trey Wingo saying that, by the way. Why don't we name as many of the top 10 all-time passing yard leaders in Jets history as you can? <laughs> Write down as many as you can, the top 10 all-time leading passers in Jets history. It's quite a list, let me tell you. It was fun. It was fun uh, uh, doing this. Top 10? The top 10. I mean, God, I have no idea. Got to have an idea. Big I mean, Jets I have, guy, I'm are. sorry, I have like three ideas. Yeah, Mr. Jets are going to the Super Bowl over here. Yep. This is all time. This is not by just yep. one season. All Correct. Time. All time. Oh boy. Gangrene. Gangrene. I mean, I'm just going to keep doing this. Gonna keep doing what I got going on over here. I'm gonna kick myself for there's one that I need to know and I can't think of. I it. think it's the one I couldn't think of too. It's uh, it's gonna bother me quite a bit. Da, 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 da. Come on, Jones, think. It was all the same draft, you idiot. What was all the same draft? I well the 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 quarterback I'm trying to come up with. I can't. I I am not gonna get it. It's right on the tip of my tongue. I have like well, don't get hung up on it. You I gotta... have like five listed. Okay. I have three. Oh, I got another one. That can't right. be. That Mago, one can't you be can right. cut. You don't have to write anything. That one can't yeah, be right either. Mine are dumb. So. All right. I guess that's enough time right there. Uh, Darren Rogers joining the Jets, according to Trey Wingo and literally no one else. <laughs> Name as many of the top ten all-time passing leaders in Jets history as you can. Uh, Jones, why don't you tell me who you got? So. It's got to be Namath. Namath is number one, yes. I got that one. Okay, Mego got that one too. Yes, what else, Jones? Boomer Esiason. Boomer's on the list. He Damn. is uh, clocks in at sixth. Okay, Neil O'Donnell? Neil O'Donnell, not on the list. Okay, but Neil O'Donnell helped me get my other one, which was Ken O'Brien. Uh, Ken O'Brien's number two all time. Thank yes. you. Wow. So uh, when, I, when, I, when I remember Neil O'Donnell, I, the O'Bri- O'Brien was what I was trying to come up with in that quarterback draft. Mark Sanchez? Mark Sanchez is gotta on be the in list. I got that one. Is Mark Darn- Sanchez is there. Is Darnold in there? And Darnold is there as well. Uh, Sanchez is, uh, let's I, see, Sanchez we have at fifth, or no, sixth, Boomer seventh, and uh, Darnold is eighth. Far- I couldn't care less about the team struggling. Favre can't be in there, right? He was only Favre is not okay, in I was going to say, I, was, I, w- I didn't write Favre, but I was like, he can't possibly be in there, but the list is that bad that maybe he I want to kiss you. Amego, do you have anybody that That's he didn't That's all rank? I had. All right, here's the list. Ready? Ready for this? Yep. Yeah. Uh, from first to tenth, Joe Namath, Ken O'Brien, 
Richard Todd, Richard Chad Todd. Pennington. Oh, that's a bad one. That's uh, a bad miss. That's the one I couldn't. Yeah, remember. that's a bad Kicking miss by myself. me. Vinny Greenballs, Vinny Testaverde. Not uh, a bad one by me. Mark Sanchez, Boomer, Sam Darnold, and then the last two are Ryan Fitzpatrick and oh. Bubby Bubby Brister. Pro Bowler Geno Smith. Oh. Geno Smith rounding out the top I ten. I feel like we should have had Ryan Fitzpatrick. Should have had Fitz. Definitely should have had Testaverde and Pennington. Pennington. Yeah, those are misses. All right. Well, anyway, hopefully something's going on in free agency here. <laughs> hopefully there's some Aaron Rodgers news. Rich Keefe has all the latest coming your way at the top of the hour. You can jump in line 617-779-7937. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 o'clock here on WEI.